The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Steve Tiber, and I'm hanging out with one of the, the coolest dudes in the whole world, Mr. Mike Fiella. Mike, how are you, my hey, friend? Hey, I'm Mr. Cool uh, this morning. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of phone numbers for you to call and say that to them and see if they believe you. <laughs> but no, it's so good to be with you again. And uh, hey, this show, I know it's going to take a turn to a, a couple sad notes, but we're going to mm. be talking about the flooding. But I love the way you say, welcome back to it. There's just so much energy and, uh, and zip that you bring to the table here. I love it. Well, we have a lot of fun doing this broadcast. You know, Eight Days of Hope, Mike, for 17 years has traveled the country to help families in need after natural disasters. And, Mike, today's show is going to be about a natural disaster that happened sure. in Kentucky mm-hmm. uh, over the past week. You know, we had just left upstate New York. We did something called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo, a one-off project for us Uh Yesterday, a volunteer showed up in Chattanooga, Tennessee, to build a safe house uh, for those rescued from trafficking uh, children, and that's with the Tim Tebow Foundation. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But, Mike, uh, this past, what, five, six days ago, when we thought we were going to have a couple days off, the phone started to ring. We were watching the news. The flooding in Kentucky, Mm. Mike, it has been heartbreaking. Yeah, watching, uh, again, watching the same issue, watching the news, watching the updates on our website, 8daysofhope.com, um, and the numbers. It, mm. It's just, I cannot cannot wrap my head around the 37 lives that have been lost, children involved. You know, just reading some of the stories of how trucks and trailers were floating by houses and, uh, you know, folks waking up, couldn't get out of their bedrooms because of the, the furniture was blocking and floated. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's. It's heart-wrenching. That's all I can say. You know, flash floods. It's one thing, and please don't hear this the wrong way if you're listening today in Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. There's one thing when you have three, four, five days to prepare for a possible hurricane. Mm -hmm. Flash floods, Mike, they come on a moment's notice. And sometimes they come in the middle of the night when people are sleeping. And and that's that's something that that was seen in Kentucky. And, and Mike, I think one of the challenges for us as we, we figured out where we should go, and by the way, we're there. Eight Days of Hope is in Kentucky as we speak. In fact, today's guest is Ricky Russell, and Ricky uh, lives in Kentucky. He was touring facilities and sites within, Mike, within 24 hours of the flood. Amazing. He himself was navigating down roads that couldn't, were impassable. Mm. But thankfully, you know, having some volunteer leaders in Kentucky, you know, 180 that live in 30 states, we were able to very quickly figure out where we need to be. And we're there. So simply, if you're listening today... And if you're looking for a ministry to pray for, for the families that we're serving over the next multiple weeks, pray for those in Bear Branch, Kentucky. Pray for people in Kentucky. Mike, there's dozens of rural towns. And here's one of our challenges, Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like Houston after Harvey where you pull into a subdivision, there's hundreds and hundreds of homes, right. and you can just walk from home to home to home and help out people in need. Some of these homes are in the most rural areas of Kentucky, sure. and just to get to them has right. been a challenge. Yeah. Well, the the uh, narrow, winding roads, curvy uh, mountain terrain. Yes. You, and that's that's where you can just 
see the water coming so fast, and how do you get back up? You know, in mudslides, landslides. Uh, I mean, come on, fourteen to sixteen inches over Crazy. five days. It's, Crazy. It, I can't can't wrap my head around that. So we're there, and so today, if you're listening and you've you've seen in the news uh, about what was going on in Kentucky and. I'm going to ask you, before we even take our first break, Mike, we're going to pray Mm -hmm. because, you know, hundreds of volunteers with Eight Days of Hope will be there. We're expecting 600 to 800 people over the next couple of weeks to serve these families. And I'm so glad, you know, Mike, there's 50,000 people who have served with Eight Days of Hope and they're in our database. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening today and say, oh, my gosh, I want to serve with you in Kentucky. Well, good news and bad news. The good news is so many people responded in the first day. I mean, so many Mm -hmm. got an email from Eight Days of Hope and they said, we want to be there. Yes. that we're, quote, full. As of right now, Mike, <laughs> every spot. And that's that's appraising to, the, to, to our Father in Heaven. That's right. That's just a shout-out of a praise because, you know, you don't know how many people are going to sign up, but, Mike, right. the saints signed up that first day. And so, again, if you're not signed up for our email alerts, you would have been in the known. You would have known what options there were for you if you wanted to serve. But maybe you can't serve, but you can pray. Mm-hmm. You can pray. That's right. Prayers are needed, not only for those families, those communities, the political leaders, the church leaders, uh, the leaders of Eight Days Hope, the volunteers of Eight Days Hope, and then donate. Right. Come Simply on. donate. So here's the really unique thing about Eight Days of Hope, and this is not going to be a this is not a telethon hour long broadcast, but you will hear probably a little bit more today than usual. We have partners, and these partners like American Family Radio and. Uh, New Point Community Church in Ohio and Covenant Church in Dallas and Our Savior's Church in in, uh, Lafayette Mm -hmm. and Destiny Worship Center in Florida and Renaissance Bank in Tupelo and Barnes Crossing Auto Group and the chapel. And and I know I'm missing some, there's no doubt, Crescent Memorial. But these partners cover our fixed cost. Mm -hmm. And so if you donate today, you can donate one of two ways. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. In fact, consider becoming a monthly partner. But if you donate today... Every dollar you donate will be 100% passed through to families in need in Kentucky. You can donate online. Excuse me. It's fast. It's easy. It's safe. Or you can mail a check. People still mail checks, Mike. Do you mail checks? Checks? What are those? (laughs) (laughs) You can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, MS38803. That webs or that address is on our website, Facebook page, and we'll give it again later today. But hmm. the need is great, Mike. I, I sure. know that our fuel cost for the next two oh weeks alone, I mean, you're looking at fifteen, twenty thousand oh dollars just for fuel. Oh just my. to get the 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 dozen F three fifties pulling equipment. Sure. You know, we took our laundry trailer down there, Mike. And and you've been in disasters where there's a flood and people right. don't people don't think this through, but all the laundromats within mm. hundreds of miles have been flooded as well. So where do you wash your clothes? Where do you get like right. clean underwear and clean shirts and clean socks? Yeah, you don't <laughs> unless there's the trail that we we bring down. So the trailer's there, Mike, and today that trailer will be used by some of our volunteers who are going to do laundry for free for families mm-hmm. and just love on them and pray with them, encourage them, let them tell their stories. And that laundromat, that portable laundromat will be there for the next <laughs> couple of weeks at least. And again, pray donate yeah. as far as volunteering going one last thing mike and i'll shush up because i'm, oh, I'm no, on, no, I'm no, on a, no, a whirlwind right here but we might open up some more volunteer spots for the second week in the second mm. week we're looking at like the 
the, the 13th to the 20th and maybe beyond. So sign up for our email alerts. Go to 8dayshope.com. Give us your email address, and we'll invite you when there's an opening either there or somewhere else. So, so much going on. When I think about just you know, a week or so ago, uh, finishing up in Buffalo, right. and then you, go, you get home, you get one night's sleep, and then you get a phone call. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. You know, I feel bad for Chandler Gurley and John Tidwell, and, uh, you know, we have a whopping, oh, well, what, yeah. seven-member staff, and, and they all thought they were going to get some time off. Yeah. Well, you know, when 1,300 volunteers from 30 states come to Western New York to help out, and right. then a, a week later, they're asked to go to, and they're going. <laughs> oh, they are going. They're going from it's Western amazing. New York. They're going from Kansas. You know, we have a busload. We, we don't have anything. God is sending a busload of volunteers from Minnesota, mm-hmm. Iowa, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Thank you, Iowa. Amazing. Uh, they're showing up in droves. And of course, our friends in the Carolinas and Alabama, Tennessee, and elsewhere as well. Mm. So again, sign up for our email alerts. But Mike, before we even take our first break, I really want you to take some time to pray for those in Kentucky. Right. Yeah. Uh, not only the families that lost loved ones, but the community leaders, the, the church leaders, and of course, the 8 diesel team that is down there today. Sure. Father in heaven, you knew this moment in time was going to be on our plate and before us before it even happened. And we thank you that your hand is mighty, your hand is strong. First, engulf the, the, the folks down there that have suffered so much devastation. And uh, just wrap your arms of love around them. Take the eight yes. days of hope volunteers, wrap your arms around them, and that they would really be ministers of the gospel uh, and, and loving people down there as they help clean up the mess. We pray for the officials. Yes, Lord. We, we thank you that you'll keep them strong and unify this community. We pray for the churches to step up and help folks with all the, the resources they have. Lord, let there be just a sense of uh, this is a disaster, but God is in control. And uh, let everyone be drawn to you through each other and your presence be in there. Protect them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mike. Mm-hmm. When we come back in just a couple minutes, uh, the the leader, the volunteer leader that is in, that is, and again, yes. Eight Days of Hope, we're, we're pretty much a volunteer organization. And so again, when you donate to Eight Days of Hope, our fixed costs are covered by our partners. But I love, Mike, how God has rallied up thousands of saints around mm-hmm. the country. Yes. And you know, we're a Christian organization. We're, we're, we're not ashamed of that. We share mm-hmm. the gospel. That's right. People meet Jesus. Volunteers meet Jesus during mm-hmm. Eight Days of Hope outreaches. But what's really cool, Mike, these 180 leaders that live in 30 states, including Kentucky, including Ohio, New York, New Hampshire, elsewhere, mm-hmm. sure. they, um, they pay their own way, and they lead in excellence. They've been trained. They have the equipment. Mike, we have about a half a million dollars of equipment mm-hmm. in Kentucky this week. And Ricky Russell, who's going to be our guest after our first break, he's kind of in charge, and he's an amazing leader, wow. and he's got a huge heart. You know Ricky, my gosh, oh, he's awesome, I totally mean, you, awesome. You, you can't find a bigger heart in a volunteer. Oh, him and his wife are just oh gosh, what a, we call them the power couple. Yeah, they, <laughs> they are. And, and and you know, if you're listening today, uh, I'll say this before we bring Ricky up. You know, Ricky and Glenda, they're not thirty, and they might not even be in their early forties, or maybe even, maybe their age doesn't start with a five. But if you're looking for an organization to join with, I mean, we're coming into hurricane season. Um, you know, Mike, we, we didn't even talk about it for a second, but today uh, dozens of volunteers are in Chattanooga, Tennessee. They're mm-hmm. skilled. They're building sure. a safe house for children mm-hmm. rescued from trafficking for free for the Tim Tebow Foundation in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Incredible. Only God. I mean, how many, all right, in your wildest imagination, how many <laughs> different things are we doing at the same time? <laughs> 
you, you know, you, or you can know. we do? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, can we do? Who knows? You know, we, we've been in as many as three places at one time, multiple times. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're in Chattanooga today. We're in Kentucky today, building a safe house, responding to flooding. And if something happens tomorrow in in Iowa or in uh, Ohio mm-hmm. or in Texas, Mike, we're going. I mean, God, God has called His Absolutely. people more than ever before. God is calling his people to stand up for truth and to be a light. There's something in the heart of these volunteers. And what's the number of volunteers throughout the years again? Almost 50,000. I think we're like at 49,000 and change. It's crazy. There's something in the heart that just unifies people and sends them out. And like you said, we could be in three places at once because there's enough volunteers, 180 leaders, all volunteering their times with amazing gifts that um, are serving you know, Mike, it's been a crazy couple years, right? I mean, we've all, our lives have been turned oh, yeah. upside down. Yes. We, we we as a people disagree about everything. And if you disagree with somebody, they're going to kick you off their Facebook page or they're not going to like you anymore on Instagram. And <laughs> oh my gosh, people, what a perfect time to set aside our stupid differences. And some are stupid. Oh, I don't say that word a lot. Matter of fact, I just said that. I thought, when's the last time you said stupid? Well, but just, it, it I mean, is crazy. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, but, it's a, but it's a perfect time for the church right now to step up and lead. And absolutely, church, church, church leaders, you know, motivate your your, your people. If you have, if you get to the website eight days of hope, get your dot com, get get your name in the system so you can hear what's going on. Uh, and like we always say, you know, pray, volunteer. And donate. Absolutely. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Become a monthly partner. Just sew into the ministry 10 bucks a month or $25 a month. We're ECFA accredited. We have an independent audit every year. If you look at some of the charity navigators and charity watches, uh, God has blessed us with an amazing score there. We're, we're really, we really try our hardest to be great stewards of God's resources send our way. But again, you can donate online or you can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Rick Russell, Ricky Russell. He's in Kentucky as we speak, leading hundreds of volunteers over the next couple of weeks. And we're going to talk to him in just a moment. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Do you know the fastest growing crime in America and across the world is human trafficking? We're talking about millions of lives, even children. You know, I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take off its blinders and end this human tragedy. And this isn't only just happening in Las Vegas or New Orleans or overseas. This is happening right here in our backyards. You know, God has opened the door for us to partner with existing ministries across the country who are serving survivors of human trafficking. And for 14 days and sometimes longer, we take skilled volunteers, tradesmen and women, come together to help build or remodel facility for free to provide a safe place to get the emotional, physical and spiritual healing that survivors need. This year, we have projects around the country. We're going to be doing framing and drywall, painting, electrical work, and so much more. And so if you're skilled in a trade, please contact us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or for more information, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. 
Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Brains, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Matthew West, me on your mind. I saw him recently, Mike, in upstate New York. He was at a Christian music festival. Mike, Eight Days of Hope is at like 26 Christian festivals this year, telling people about what God is doing, but he's a storyteller. He really is. I I missed that concert. I was busy that day, but it was a good one, huh? It was a good one. Mm. I like his... um, I want to be careful here, because I don't want... Matthew, if you're listening, don't be offended. I like your music, Matt. Matthew. I love your storytelling. His songs are amazing. They're so yes. well written. Yes. They really are. Absolutely. Today, though, here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, we're talking about the flooding in Kentucky, and the need is huge. And even though the volunteer base of Eight Days of Hope very quickly stepped up and filled all the spots, so really, for the mm-hmm. next two weeks, Mike, there really isn't an opening, and there might be one or two here and there, uh, but boy, it's sure. amazing to see the Saints respond. But we're asking people to pray and donate. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. But, you know, it always you always need a leader, Mike. And there mm-hmm. is not a—you and I talked about his heart in, in the pre, pre-stage of the show. Sure. Ricky Russell is amazing. Oh. What, what do we call him? The power couple. The, yeah, him and Glenda. And absolutely. Glenda. But I've seen Ricky under uh, under fire, in a sense, say sure. it that way. And he just has this relaxed smile to him. He does. And uh, you know he's going to get the job <laughs> he done. Does, he does. <laughs> well, he's kind of like the rest of us. You know— th- when you do disaster relief and the unknown happens, it does stress you out. I mean, sure. let's not kid it. Yeah. I mean, there's times you and I have done ministry together, mm-hmm. and we walk away, and we love each other, but we're like, Ugh! I mean, yeah, come on. It happens. But that's when God says, hey, lean on me, because, Mike, you don't have to get it figured out. But this guy has been in Kentucky. He mm. lives there. Ricky Russell, how are you, my friend? Thanks for joining us. I'm good, brothers, and uh, thanks for that. It's a little over overrated, but anyway, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ricky, you live in Kentucky, and Kentucky last Christmas time, Mayfield, Kentucky, had a tragic 
wicked tornado that, again, claimed many lives. And we were there for uh, almost four weeks with 1,200 people. But to see this flood develop in Kentucky, what was going through your mind when you were watching the news or hearing reports about the flooding? Because that's, again, about five, six days ago. Well, about 18 months ago, there was another flood up here. Uh, As you know, Eight Days of Hope had never deployed to Kentucky. And in 18 months, we've been here three times. And, I mean, this is is my people, you know. And uh, the loss of life here is even worse than it was down on the western end in the tornado. Uh, There's 37 lives been accounted for and still uh, they think maybe a hundred people still missing oh it's it's epic God. here it's just epic yes sir and, and when yeah. you and when you lead something like this ricky you know normally we go in and we bring a bunch of volunteers and they're doers they want to do they want to mm-hmm. they want to gut out a house they want to tarp a roof they want to build something because they've been gifted or they just have huge hearts but when you respond to a disaster when there's loss of life there is a different feel to it isn't there very much there's uh I guess from from where we stand, it's you go into the minister ministering part of it, for these people just to, they need encouragement, they need prayer, they need a they need a hug, they need somebody to love on them, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's uh, what we want to do this week, you know, or next two weeks as we serve here. We certainly want to help them with their homes and stuff, but uh, we we just got to love on some people. Yeah. So, Ricky, describe a little bit. When you first got there, what did you experience? What what did you see? Uh, what did you do? There's there's uh, there's two types of flooding going on here, or went on. Most of the time, the rivers just come up and just, you know, gradually comes up in the homes. What I saw when I first got here is up in these hills, the water come off, the, the nine inches of rain came so fast off of those hills down into these valleys that it was just taking everything with it. It was taking hmm. uh, houses, barns. I've never seen as many vehicles and creeks. The the creeks wow. are just full of vehicles. And it, it was so quick, you know. And then when you get down to the flatter part of the country here where all the water gathered, then it just came up into the homes in the bigger towns. It's, hmm. it's just two different types of flooding. It's uh, it's you, you, I can't describe what it looks like to see where water come down these valleys and was 10, 15, 20 foot over the roads. Mm. And people had built in these valleys and it just took everything with it. Yeah. Well, Ricky, I want to publicly thank you. You know, we, we when we saw the flooding develop and it was within a day of us, you know, leaving a, an, another location in the country, you know, yeah. pr- pretty tired and exhausted and ready to, to take a couple of days off. I was telling my wife this weekend, Mike, disasters, mm. You know, they they don't come to 8 to 5 Monday to Friday. I mean, disasters come when they want to come. That's right. Ricky, as soon as I saw the flooding, I was so thankful, Ricky. And I mean this sincerely. I'm so thankful for your leadership and your passion, not only for, quote, your people, because they are your people, and we love our friends in Kentucky. My gosh, when we were there in Beattyville, when we were there in in Murray helping out with – um, you know, the tornado, the the aftermath of the tornado now, now. I was so glad, Ricky, that you were there and some of our other leaders, because I know that it's in great hands as God uh, starts today, you know, really day number one where all the volunteers are serving. I mean, you've been pretty much engaged since the flood happened. What what does it feel like as a Kentuckian? I know you're part of 8 Days Hope. I know you're leading the efforts to help out these families. And again, if you want to donate today, go to 8daysofhope.com. Every penny you donate will be 100% passed through to families needed in Kentucky. 
But how does it feel as of someone who lives in that state, knowing that volunteers are coming from 30 states to help out your people? Well, it's, it's just a little bit overwhelming. Uh, when the floods, I was in here two days after the flood hit, or the water was still up. And, like, I met five big semis of grocery trucks of a, of a chain coming in. And and they're you know and then I know there's a lot of organizations. I have eight days of hope in here, and it's, it just blesses you. It's it's very humbling in a way, you know, that people would just uh, pour in here like that. But uh, yeah, it's it's just, it's a blessing in in the midst of a disaster, you know. Right, right. It's, mm. a, it's the good out of the bad. I, and Mike, I don't know about you, brother, but there's something about it. You know, when a disaster happens, and today strangers are going to become friends. Absolutely. Volunteers t- today in Kentucky are mm-hmm. serving dozens and dozens. I mean, over the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. hundreds of people will see Jesus through these volunteers. But how cool is it to know that a ministry that you're a part of and that so many others are part of can respond at a moment's notice? Well, that's why I stay engaged and stay in touch and keep serving with Eight Days of Hope. Because to me, I always say to my wife, you know, it's like the real deal. I want to get out. And I want to know that at the end of the day, I've really helped somebody. I've loved on somebody. And, and <laughs> come on, you know what it's like to lose something? And I can't wrap my head mm-hmm. again around losing a loved one, a child, a mm-hmm. husband, uh, a, a wife, uh, uh, a sister, brother. That you know, we, That's why we need to be there. So, yes, it's very fulfilling, very rewarding, knowing that any, every effort that all the volunteers of Eight Days of Hope put into it, it's making a huge impact on lives. Ricky, what kind of work will be done over the next couple of weeks? Again, regardless if we, we stay for two weeks or, or stay for, you know, extend it, what kind of work will be done? Well, it, it, it'll be a little different than some of our floods because there will be some of the normal uh, muck out or bud out where you go in and cut the drywall out, four foot, eight foot, whatever, clean the mud out of the home, spray it where it's ready to go back and be replaced. A lot of this, there's nothing left on their property except trash. We will go in and just haul that to the curb or haul it to the road. It's rural. It's not in the city, so Mm. we'll just haul it to the road. And a lot of the roads up here are still washed out. Mm. Uh, You know, uh, I've traveled some of them last weekend, and uh, there are just certain places you can't go where it's down to one lane. Uh, it's. Uh, I, I, I wish I could describe it where people could really understand how bad this is. And, you know, with the temperatures where they're at this week in Kentucky, Mike, and you know this because you've been to many disasters with AD's Hope, mm-hmm. you know, once there's water damage, if the house is salvageable and you're trying to either gut it out or muck it out, depending on the term you use, the goal when you do that is to remove everything that's wet inside the house. Right. And that means their cabinets and drywall mm-hmm insulation draw you know uh, flooring and and then you have to dry it out and thankfully right. god is blessed 80s open about a half a million dollars of commercial dehumidifiers and That's fans right. mm-hmm. and those things yeah. need to go non-stop and then you have to spray it for mold and so mike mm-hmm. you know the time is of the essence because Absolutely. it's gonna be 90 degrees there some of these days and mold sets in within within three to five yeah. days yeah. I, I just can't. What about the families, Ricky, that, um, mm. like you just said, there's nothing there but rubble. I mean, have you had many much interaction with those families at this point? I, I, I've had some, and they're very resilient. Uh, most of them are just staying with friends or neighbors or family. Okay. Uh, I know the government will come in and set up some trailers and stuff, but this is a tough people up in here. They're just, you know, 
they're they're tough and, mm. and, and they're going to get through this. But you know, there's there's families that lost, like one family lost four children from eight to a year and a half. Oh and my I just, gosh! Uh, you know, I just the heartbreak. Only Jesus can take care of this. I mm. mean, this is we can do our human stuff and our physical stuff, but God has got to show up up here. He's just these people just uh, they need Jesus so bad, mm. you know. You know, when the flood happened, my phone, I knew something was going on because normally at night I, sure. I kind of put my phone up, as they say down south, and, and I spend time with my <laughs> wife and, and my daughters. And um, and, and I saw my, my I just I just moved my phone and I saw like 13 messages. And I thought, oh, my gosh, something's going on. Yeah, yeah. And within an hour, Ricky, or two, I had some texts like from the athletic director at the University of Kentucky, Mitch Barnhart. He's yes, like, Steve, we love you guys, what you did in Murray, and, and what can we do to help you get the word out? And I don't know if you know that, but Mitch sent out a tweet, a personal tweet, saying, hey, we love Eight Days of Hope. They were there for us in Murray. And the same thing happened mm-hmm. with the AD at Murray, who's now is the AD at Wichita State in Kansas. <clears throat> you know, he was there in Murray when we were helping out families after the tornado. He did the same exact thing. He doesn't mm-hmm. even live in Kentucky anymore. But, Ricky, he just loves you. He loves the leaders of Eight Days Hope. He loves the volunteers. And so the word has started getting out. But, you know, Mike, I just went to the website while you and I were talking. Okay. And every day is full. So many volunteers have signed up. Oh, my. Now, again, we might open up some space here next week. We're 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 praying that through and seeing what God does. But isn't that just like God to send his saints, Mike, in to serve with Ricky? I mean, oh, my gosh. It's amazing with what's going on and with the... The safe house that we're working in now. Yeah, we're in, just, we're in Tennessee today yeah. as well. And and just coming off the heels of Western New York, uh, the Buffalo outreach, and <laughs> it was like all that stuff never happened, even though it is. They're coming out, and they're com- and it's just it blows me my mind mm-hmm. just to think it. And so so grateful to God for the folks that are volunteering. Ricky, we're going go to go ahead, Ricky. Okay, I'm sorry. I was going to brag on the volunteers as a leader. What an amazing bunch of people they are. They're here because they want to be. It's. I was in construction. I had people working. This is so different. They're here because they want to love on people, mm-hmm. and it's not a job to them. And it just, I just can't say. I just can't say enough good things about the volunteers. We're talking to Ricky Russell. He's in Kentucky, leading hundreds of volunteers over the next couple of weeks. And actually, I think Ricky, you're leading for the first week, and then handing the baton to another leader. I think Don Dabney. Is that is that correct, Ricky? Yes, sir. I'm going to the safe house when I leave here. Yes. Yeah, of course you are, Ricky. So, so Ricky, so Ricky's going to lead hundreds of volunteers the next eight days in Kentucky, and then, oh, by the way, he's going to leave there and go down to Chattanooga and build a safe house for children rescued from trafficking with ADs Hope. Ricky, uh, you get the gold star next to your name today. You know? No, 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 no. It's not me. You oh, know me well enough. No, I'm not that good a person. So, so, Mike, and I know we have to go to break, Mike, but he is like one of the most <laughs> humble people I've ever met in my life. He's probably even embarrassed. That we're talking to him today because really? he, he'd rather us talk to a volunteer. Uh, yes, but sir. but Ricky, we 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 love your heart. Yeah, yes, we do. We um, I just my mind's going back to Buffalo, and we Ricky, you and I were just hugging on each other and talking, and just 
the way you just say, I'm, I'm just here to serve. Amen. You know, I Amen. love it. I love it. Amen. I love it. Amen. And he's got a great attitude. You know, when you do this, there's, there's challenges left and right. Nothing goes. <laughs> most things don't go the way you plan. That's right. <laughs> um, and I tell, I tell leaders all the time, leaders aren't judged or looked at how they lead when things are going great, right? When, when right. there's not a problem, when all the money was raised in a moment because someone wrote a big boy, big girl check. Not, mm. you know, there's no problem with the feeding team and, and no ovens broke down today. And no, they, I mean, leaders are really defined how they lead when there's, cha- there's challenges. Absolutely. And that's not easy sometimes. Right, Mike? <laughs> you should see Mike's face, Ricky, right now. Oh, my. Well, a couple of gray hairs and a couple of bald spots, but we're okay. We're going to make it through. <laughs> uh, Ricky, one more quick question before break. Um, so you've been there pretty much since the flood happened. Uh, you see volunteers this morning going out in droves to serve families. I know at some point you're going to have two minutes just to kind of breathe and think. What's going to go through your mind later today knowing that families are seeing Jesus? Uh, it's just uh, it's so fulfilling. Just uh, I'm gonna go back to the the problems that come up, the hiccups. Okay, God, what are you gonna? How are you gonna solve this? Mm. And to sit back and watch God work and do something that you know you can't do, and, and He does it, and you thought, well, I would have never done it that way, you know. But God did, and mm. God worked it out. Then, and it's just a blessing. I, you know, I can't put it into words. What a blessing it is! It is. It just feel, it fills your cup up. Trust me, it just you know it fills your cup up. Sure, yeah, sure. <laughs> you, you might be exhausted when you leave Kentucky to go to Tennessee and get even more exhausted, but but your heart's going to be full. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ricky, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hang on to you for just a couple moments, but let's take a quick break. And um, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Ricky Russ about the flood relief efforts in Kentucky and how you um, can become a prayer warrior because prayer works. Prayer. Prayer is so needed right now for those uh, in Kentucky affected by the recent floods, by the leaders and volunteers serving today. And again, if you feel led to donate, today's the day. Today's the day. Our partners cover our fixed cost. We know that, uh, again, we just we just left another outreach in, in, in the country. Uh, we're in Tennessee today building a safe house for those rescued from trafficking. And it's not cheap when you do Mike, have you seen the cost of food lately, Mike? Oh, my Everything, everything is just skyrocketed. I, I know you got like thirty-eight grandchildren, even though you have one daughter. Because you know, I saw her at Kingdom Bound, and I mean, Amazing. it was like a posse. But do you have them over for a barbecue, and then do you take a, like a home loan out or something? To feed oh them? yeah, we have to go to the bank f- first and, and apply for a loan just yeah. to have you know enough to feed them for a cookout. I know. <laughs> but love it, love it, love it. Yeah. If you feel led to donate, go to eightdaysofhope.com, and every dollar you give. Will be spent in Kentucky. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Ricky Russell. He's one of the leaders, and he's in Kentucky as we speak, serving families in need after the recent flooding. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. During the past 16 years, over 8,000 families have experienced the hope of Jesus following a natural disaster through the help of almost 45,000 volunteers. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring safety and healing to survivors of human trafficking. The Rapid Response Ministry has been busier than ever with 44 deployments over the last 18 years. And then this year, we're excited to announce a brand new focus, mass feeding. When a disaster hits across the country, our mass feeding ministry will show up and serve those who have lost everything, families who are hungry and simply need a chance to enjoy a hot meal. The goal is simple 
to provide up to 8,000 meals every day for up to eight days for this community. It's free to volunteer with 8 Days of Hope. We provide the food and lodging. All you have to do is show up and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please go to 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Jesus, take the wheel, only way I'm getting to the other side. Days are getting dark, life's a little hard, blinded, but I'm trying not to lose sight. I don't got this, I know you got this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll believe it before I see it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're gonna see me through it, if anybody can, you can do it. God, I know in the trouble, you can't you're gonna see me Falls. Who am I gonna call? The one who put it up there in the first place. Full scale attack, devil on my back, better lace him up and go put on my game face. I don't got this, I know you got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I believe it before I see it. Yeah, I know you're gonna see me. Brandon Heath here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope as we're hanging out with uh, Ricky Russell. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hope Reigns is a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We are serving today in actually two different states. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiala. Mike, we're building a safe house for those rescued from trafficking. Last week, the Haynes were with us, and today yes. they're starting a renovation of a 5,000-square-foot facility that will be used for children rescued from trafficking so thankful for our donors, including sure. uh, Hand of Hope, which is a ministry of Joyce Myers Ministries. They actually help underwrite that arm. And Mike, this facility is going to be used for decades to come. Skilled volunteers are there. If you're interested in learning more about that ministry, email us at safehouse at 8dayshope.com. But how warm of a feeling knowing that facility is being built, Mike? Absolutely. The Tim Tebow Foundation is is behind this. And uh, to know that, well, just think about it. Think about your daughter. Think about your granddaughters. Think mm. about, you know, your family members that uh, have been uh, rescued or been trapped into this horrific crime uh but they've been rescued and and it's so warm and it's so rewarding you know it's one of the strongest passionate things that i have in my heart Mm. is eight days of hope and everything we do is 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 good and positive but this this really strikes home 
So the volunteers will be in uh, Chattanooga for four weeks. And our guest today, Ricky Russell, he's not in Tennessee yet. He's in Kentucky leading hundreds of volunteers over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll have people coming. Well, we're not going to have anything. God's going to be sending people in. Some will leave. More will come in. Unfortunately, if you're looking to volunteer Kentucky, as of today, we're full. However, sign up for our email alerts. Go to 8dayshope.com, submit your email address, and we could be opening up more spots for next week. And if so, we'll invite you to come. It's free. We provide food and lodging. But if you can't go, timing's not good. You can always pray. Prayer works. Mm -hmm. Prayer works. Yes. I've seen time and time again in life where prayer works. Prayer moves mountains because that's the God we serve. And, uh, of course, you can donate. Go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Make a donation. Every dollar you give, 100%, will be passed through to families in need in Kentucky. Our guest, Ricky Russell. Ricky, thanks again for joining us. I know that volunteers are out serving today. Things are moving. Uh, You're staying at a beautiful facility. One of the questions I was thinking about, you know, we, we partner, we know a lot of ministries that do what we do, and there's been only a very small amount that have been able to find a place to set up camp in Kentucky because of the ruralness of the need, but also because a lot of those facilities, they flooded as well. Just tell the listeners a little bit of how God connected the dots, how we found the place, and give a shout-out to the place we're partnering with as well. Well, uh, being from Kentucky, I had connections up here, and uh, a friend of mine told me about this mission. It's not a camp. It's a mission, and it's it's a Big Creek mission. Uh, Kevin Rogers is the director, and I called him, and he said uh, the week last week was their last week of youth they bring youth in mm-hmm. it's not a camp it's a mission they go out and work so he said y'all come on uh we have cooks we'll cook for you uh i asked wow. him what i said well, you know how much will that what does that consist of he said you know god has never let us down you come we'll cook for you y'all eat god will take care of it so it's just that kind of facility that kind of uh atmosphere here and uh, they're just tickled that we're here serving the community. And you're right, it was hard to find a spot. Places I went and looked at didn't have any power, didn't have any water. So I had to get about 30 miles maybe away from the real damage just to get a place to house. Uh, yes. Yeah, and so so when that happens, Ricky, again, you were there. We kind of asked you or tasked you to try to see if, if God would open up a door for you to find a place. What is the name of the mission again? Uh, it's Big Creek Mission. Yeah. It's in Leslie County, Kentucky. And, and Mike, what makes this a little bit harder for the volunteers, and we've expressed to them, this is rural. I mean, some of them mm-hmm. will drive, you know, 30 minutes to cover 10 mm-hmm. miles to go help out a family in need. And so that's a little bit longer than we want in the perfect world. Mm-hmm. But this is not the perfect world, and this is, not, this is a very tough disaster. Sure. Now, Ricky, are they camping on these grounds, or is there housing there? What, no. Uh, it's it's an old elementary school that they have uh, redone. They have put in wonderful new showers, mm, oh, uh, good. bunk beds in the classrooms. They've built bunk beds. Uh, of course, the cafeteria and, and the kitchen was already there, but they've upgraded it. It's just it's a nice place, very clean. It's just clean and nice, mm. you know. So uh, we're Our- just tickled that to be here. I just was amazed, Mike, that here's wow. here's a mission camp, mm-hmm. right, right, that that says, don't worry, because we normally bring our feeding teams in. Right. I mean, yeah. for 60-some disasters, 
our our we have volunteers. Well, we know everything. God has sent us volunteers mm-hmm. who are gifted in the food. You know, they can make great meals. We have a set menu that we can order very quickly for food. But they said, no, we're going to make food for you. And and you, if you want to write a check to us, you, you decide what that amount is. Amazing. I mean, come on. Are I you serious? David Fisher is really happy. <laughs> gets, okay. a, gets a t- gets a, a a week off. No, yeah, I'm and, just and, and David leads. David kind of helps lead the uh, the feeding operations for yeah. ADS. Even though we need to make an announcement in the next week or two, but we found a feeding manager for our new we mass did. feeding arm that is going to awesome. kick off. But we'll, we'll talk more about that next week. Ricky, what's going to be some of the biggest challenges the next couple of weeks for you and the leaders and volunteers with Eight Days of Hope in Kentucky? Getting to some of these people is uh, is is going to be hard because, like I say, it's up the valleys and there's one road going up them, and a lot of them are washed out. And it's just, uh, I know even the county I live in, the uh, road department is sending dump trucks from uh, three and a half hours away up here to try oh to haul gosh. gravel to fill these roads in. And, Incredible. Uh, my first uh, last weekend when I first got up here. A guy put me on a side-by-side and hauled me up through some of the valleys. And, you know, it's just very hard to get to some of them. So Mm. that is going to be a challenge. Just pray about that, Mm. that we can get to the people that need the help. Well, here's the good news. God has blessed Eight Diesel Hope with about, what, 12, 13 F-350 duallys that it will be pulling yes. our equipment. Yes. And, and our laundry trailer is there. So I know that maybe it's not operating this morning, but we know over the next couple of weeks that laundry unit will do hundreds of loads of laundry for free for families in need. You've been to a lot of disasters, Ricky. Why is that so important for families who maybe lost yes. everything to, to have the dignity of having clean clothes? Well, if you've never been through a flood, you just can't imagine the mud and the muck. And when we was here uh, 18 months ago, we had the laundry trailer. They was doing 60 to 70 loads a day. And people just bringing in muddy clothes and garbage sacks. And they left here with clean folded clothes mm. for their kid, uh, mm. you know, for their family. And you could just, you could see the, the smile on the mother's face when she picked them up, you oh. know. Oh, my yeah. Uh, it's, uh, this is a uh, economically challenged, is the way I put it, area mm-hmm. of the country. You know, the coal mine shut down, and it's it's been hard on them. Mm-hmm. But they're a very proud people still. You know, so uh, it's just a blessing that way. It is is great. Wow. And, and you know, Mike Ricky just said something that kind of triggered something in my mind. When I think of a flood, I think about you know clean water. Mm-hmm. coming through your house, being there for a couple hours, and then gone, and, and, and now you have a watermark. These are dirty waters filled with right. mud and silt sure. and, and suet and just and, and garbage and debris and tree limbs and and garbage, plastic bottles sure. and, and you know trash that someone threw on the side of the road. It's not a pretty sight. Mm-mm. Not yeah. at all. I mean. No, at all. Go ahead. I said it's just it's just ugly. It's just a muddy, muddy mess. Is all I can mm-hmm. say. You know, it's just, uh, yeah. How long does it take for the volunteers to actually? Cl- let's just say, let's just say a house is still standing, had three feet of water, bunch of debris, muck, mud. How long does it take to clean out a house, muck it out, before you even get to the drying part? Is that a half a day, day, three days? What, what are you looking at? Some some houses we can do in a day. Uh, if it's a smaller house and it's just got a couple of inches in it, we might do it in a half a day. Uh, I was in Jackson 
Kentucky, which is mm-hmm. probably 40, 50 miles up from here, and uh, places we had worked on 18 months ago that had a foot or two of water in them was up to the ceiling this time. It's how much worse the flood is this time than it was before. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah. Think about this, Mike. Amazing. Hmm. You know, you live in a part of the country, you get a flash flood, your community's lost loved ones, your house is partially standing, you don't have a clue of what to do, where to go, Mm -hmm. who to turn, and then a guy like Ricky Russell shows up Hmm. and says, hey, you don't know me, but God sent me, and I'm here to offer my services and these volunteer services to you. And when the family sits there in shock, because I've been there, Mike, I've I've knocked on the door, you know, mm-hmm. back in the sure. day when we first started, right? Mm-hmm. Where you you know you had to wear twenty three hats, right? Because you know that's we, right, you we, did you know, everything, and... right? I mean, you didn't have one hundred eighty volunteer leaders like like Ricky Russell, but some of these families, here's some of the responses: Who are you? Who sent you? Why did you come to my house? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And you've been there, Mike. You were in Panama Absolutely. City after Hurricane Michael, and then they asked all those questions. And they just break down and, and cry it's and over, sob. It's overwhelming. Sure, sure. It's overwhelming because God is sending his saints, and they're in Kentucky today serving families in need because mm-hmm. people have prayed for eight days of hope. They've volunteered with eight days of hope. They've partnered with eight days of hope. They've donated eight days of hope. That the Ricky Russell of the world said, Father, send me. That's right. And he That's said right. yes. And you said it's overwhelming to the homeowners. It's just as overwhelming to the volunteers. So you got to get out and volunteer. I mean, when we stood on people's front lawns and, and they broke down crying, there's something happened inside of us that just drew us in the organization deeper and will go every time the door opens. Mm. Talking to Ricky Russell here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Only a couple minutes left, Ricky. What What is your hope? This I know this next week you're leading. You're the, you know... I know that you wouldn't want me to say this, but every every outreach we have to have one leader where the buck kind of stops with, and you're the guy. You know, you're working with John Tidwell from afar and Chandler Gurley and some of our, you know some of our whopping seven staff member <laughs> staff members to to, to kind of come alongside you. But what 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 is your goal and hope for the next eight days that you're leading in Kentucky? Well, you want to help people, but we want to see God glorified that. Eight days of hope, or Ricky doesn't get the credit, mm. but God gets the glory. I mean, that's that's the reason we're here. Uh, you know, it's, it's just so humbling that he would let us be a part of his work. Mm. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, I, I just want to I want to see somebody come to know Jesus that didn't Amen. know when we got here. That's it. Amen. You know? Amen. Yeah. If it's one person, all of this is worth it. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mike, we, we cannot let Ricky go. I know that he's got 8,000 things to do, and, and thanks, Ricky, for helping to get the word out. Again, today, if you're listening, you've seen what happened in Kentucky, and you want to help. Normally, we say there's three ways, pray, volunteer, donate. Today, the good news is that the middle word, volunteer, has been taken care of for the next two weeks. Now, again, we might open up some more spots next week. Sign up for our email alerts at 8dayshope.com. We'll invite you. But we're going to ask you to pray, and actually Mike's going to pray for Ricky and the team here in a minute. But pray. Continue to pray. Put, put it in your prayer journal the next couple of weeks. We know we're going to be there at least through the 20th, maybe longer. But pray for the volunteers. Pray for the leaders. More importantly, pray for the families that will be serving. Mm-hmm. Pray for the families that lost loved ones. That's right. And then, yes, we're full. The saints showed up in droves. Thank you, Lord. But you can donate. 
can mail a check, and we'll give this address one last time in a couple of minutes, but it's on our website, our Facebook page. It's P.O. Box 3208. That's 3208 Tupelo, Mississippi, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, and the zip code is 38803. Those dollars will be spent in Kentucky 100%. Please donate today. Mike, would you pray for Ricky, please? Father, we thank you for Ricky and Glenda and for the the amazing gifts that you have put in them, even though they... Sometimes to say, don't think they are that gifted. You have tremendously gifted, and we thank you for that. We thank you for their servant, their sacrifice. And, uh, Lord, I pray for a hedge of protection around them physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, that when, when the decisions have to be made, that they get wisdom from on high. Uh, bless them financially. Uh, take care of every single need they have. Mm. And, Lord, for those families that he'll be in contact with for the volunteers. Let him be just a shining light of Jesus, as I know he will be, uh, to, to, to all those that will be involved with, with this outreach. Just take care of everything and bless them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, Ricky, we love you. And I know why, why people in Kentucky love you, man, because you sound just like a Kentuckian, man. I love it, man. You've got the coolest accent. Yeah. <laughs> You, like, did you see Ricky up in upstate New York? He was in Buffalo a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. serving, and he was speaking. I interviewed him one time for something, and I walked away. And this lady who lives in the inner city of Buffalo says, I don't have a clue what that guy said, but he's a great guy. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Oh, man. God bless you, Ricky. Give Glenda a hug. And uh, Kentucky this week, Tennessee next week. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, my. One, one last quick question, Ricky. Just real quick so you retired your wife retired and yet you travel the country with eight days hope why do you do that you know uh quick just quick i i retired to play golf and fish i live on kentucky lake and i love to fish and i love to play golf well i came to eight days of hope and it's like god just said hey i've got different plans you know you're going to go work with eight days of hope and do what you can do with your what abilities I've given you. And you know what? The, the, I still love golf. I still love fishing, but I'm perfectly happy. It's okay if I don't play golf every week. Uh, I've played mm. twice this year. I'm, it's good. It's all good. You know, I'm at peace, so I know I'm in the will of God. Mm. And that's, that's where I want to be. I love it. Fantastic. If you're out there today and you're in your, you know, and before we even introduce you, I told the, the the audience that you weren't in the 30s, 40s, and maybe your age didn't start with the, the number five. And so, um, yes, him and Glenda are retired. They're two of our most amazing leaders. We have, God has blessed us with so many great people, but so thankful for you, Ricky. But if you're out there and you're thinking, okay, there's got to be more than, than just playing golf or, or, or working in your garden every day of the week. Come meet and hang out with Ricky and Glenda. Your lives will be changed forever. <laughs> God bless you, brother. Y'all are too kind, but y'all have a blessed day. We All love right. you. Take care, Ricky. Ricky Russell, one of the leaders of Eight Days of Hope. He's in Kentucky. He's leading hundreds and hundreds of volunteers to serve families in need. And again, pray for the ministry. Donate 8dayshope.com. But Ricky Russell is amazing, Mike. I'm just going to say this. Just the word is going to use amazing. I mean, just in the last several weeks, you know, he's been in Buffalo. Now he's in Kentucky. Then he's going to go to Tennessee. (laughs) And and amazing. And and he has the energy and just that servant's heart that keeps Mm -hmm. him going. It's, it's, It's phenomenal. 
One of the things we didn't touch on, and again, even though we're, quote, full for our outreach in Kentucky the next couple of weeks, helping out the flood, the families who are affected by the flood, is when you do rapid response, and that's the arm that we call that, rapid response, you don't have to be a skilled person. Right. You don't have to be a handyman or handy woman. You don't have to be a painter or a contractor. If you could help pick up debris, if you could you know, pull out uh, flooring, if you could take debris to a curb, if you could just listen to right. somebody who wants to share their story because their heart's broken, mm-hmm. uh, sign up for our email alerts because those trips will change your life. Yeah. You know, I think when you when you mention that those different jobs, I think of um, Israel Riley. I remember seeing him oh, yes. come out of a basement full of mud from head to his toe, toes and smiling. He says, yeah. I love this. <laughs> Yeah. So what people don't realize when your house floods, you got to get everything out wet. And some of these homes, they don't have basements, but they have insulation underneath their floor, underneath their house. Right. And so we give our volunteers, (laughs) we give them a beautiful white Tyvek suit to protect them. And, you know, just to, they wear goggles and they wear a face mask and they go down there. And oh my gosh, <laughs> because they are much better than you and I, Mike, because I am oh, not wow. doing that. I tell them. And that. oh, by the way, some of these places, there are something called snakes out there as well, right? Oh, yes. Snakes, <laughs> bugs. Do you know what's everything. amazing? And, and okay, knock on wood, right? In 17 years, 50,000 volunteers have traveled the country, and we do a lot of our work down south. I don't remember ever anyone getting bitten by a snake. <laughs> Is that crazy? No, the only thing I remember I, and it was your dad he got bit by a spider. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a whole other story and, for another yeah, show. And but. he wait, and he waited eight days to have it looked at. By then, you know, it looked like he had a club for a hand. Right? I mean, that's a whole other story. But that's, but no snakes, no snakes. I know. Did you see my dad up in Buffalo? I did. He was doing concrete work. He's eighty-five, Mike. He did like four concrete jobs I have in three pictures days. Pictures of that because he oh was. Oh my gosh. He was on his knees, you know, He's just crazy. doing what he had to do, and he laughing and joking, and I, uh, I love him. I know. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining Hope Reigns today. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And for 17 years, we've traveled the country to try to bring families new beginnings after natural disasters and now building safe houses for women and children rescued from trafficking. God has called us to be on the front lines, to be a glimpse of who he is in us. And I, first of all, pray that you, if you're listening today, you know Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, you don't go to church, but you happen to stumble on this program, come serve with us. Man, we would love for you to come serve with us. Go to 8daysofhope.com, sign up for email alerts, but come serve with us. Today we're in Tennessee. Father, be with those those servants who are building yes. a facility yes, that will be used for decades to come. Father, mm-hmm. thank you for Adam Haynes, mm-hmm. Hannah Fletcher, Tina Haley, Chandler Gurley, all those who are down there building this beautiful facility over the next four weeks. Protect right. them. Keep them safe. And Father, for the saints in Kentucky today, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you that people left the comforts of their own home. Yes. Thank you, Lord. To go serve mm-hmm. on behalf of you and your son. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the gifts of Ricky and Glenda and the other leaders, but also for the volunteers. Thank you for our partners who have sown into the Ministry of Eight Days Hope. Thank you for the donors who have donated today and have donated over the last 17 years. That's Father, right. let us be great stewards of what you send our way, because it's not ours. It's yours. That's right. Father, we love you. We thank you. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Mm. Well, 
Mike, next week, we we don't know. We had a plan for this be? week, right? Yeah, we, right? We didn't know we'd be in Kentucky. But again, uh, if you're just joining us, uh, go to our website, 8dayshope.com. In fact, on our website is a recap video of our trip up in upstate New York and Buffalo. We do a one-off project with about 70 churches and businesses. If you were a part of that, thank you, volunteers. We had a volunteer. We only got about 20 seconds. But a volunteer came from Laplace, Louisiana, Mike. Yes. yes. To Buffalo. We helped her rebuild her house after Hurricane Ida, and she wanted to pay it forward. I met her, and it was just an amazing experience to think that we were just down there several months ago, and they're up here, you know, in in western New York. I love it. It's great. For more information about the ministry, go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Please sign up for our email alerts. We'll invite you. You'll be in the know next time. And you'll be able to go to Kentucky as hundreds are on their way or there already. Thanks for joining us. I'm Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.